red-haired boy who stumbled wide-eyed in their wake. Kyle, the recluse, Ernie, the hopeless. These are the names spoken by Little Red. After graduation from high school, the recluse lived one town over with a much older woman until his aging parents bought a trailer and relocated to rural Georgia, whereupon he moved into a smaller trailer on the same lot. When his father died, Kyle sold the little trailer and settled in with his mother. The hopeless brother, Ernie, followed Kyle and his parents to Georgia within six weeks of their departure from Suffolk County. He soon found both a custodial position in a local middle school and a girlfriend, whom he married before the year was out. Ernie's weight, 285 pounds on his wedding day, ballooned to 350 soon after. No longer capable of fulfilling his custodial duties, he went on welfare. Kyle, though potentially a talented musician, experienced nausea and an abrupt surge in blood pressure at the thought of performing in public so that source of income was forever closed to him. Fortunately, his only other talent, that of putting elderly women at their ease, served him well. His mother's will left him her trailer and the sum of 40000 twice the amount bequested to her other two sons. We should note that, before Kyle's windfall, Little Red periodically mailed him small sums of money, money he could ill afford to give away, and that he did the same for Brother Ernie although Ernie's most useful talent was that of attracting precisely the amount of money he needed at exactly the moment he needed it. While temporarily separated from his spouse, between substance-level jobs and cruelly hungry, Ernie waddled slouching past an abandoned warehouse, was tempted by the presence of a paper sack placed in the black leather passenger seat of an aubergine Lincoln town car, tested the door, found it open, snatched up the sack, and rushed Ernie-style into the cobweb-strewn shelter of the warehouse. An initial search of the bag revealed two foil-wrapped cheeseburgers, still warm. A deeper investigation uncovered an eight-ounce bottle of Poland spring water and a green, cling-film-covered brick comprised of $2,300 in new 50s and 20s. Although Ernie described this coup in great detail to his youngest brother, he never considered, not for a moment, sharing the booty. These people are his immediate family, witnesses to the trials, joys, despairs, and breakthroughs of his childhood. They noticed nothing. Of the actualities of his life, they knew less than nothing. For what they imagined they knew was either peripheral or inaccurate. Kyle and Ernie mistook the tip for the iceberg, and deep within herself, their mother had chosen, when most she might have considered her youngest son's life, to avert her eyes. Little Red carries these people in his heart. He grieves for them. He forgives them for everything. What he has been. Over many years and in several cities, a waiter and a bartender, a bass player, briefly, a husband, a son, a nephew, a dweller in caves, an adept of certain magisterial substances, a friend most willing and devoted, a reader, chiefly of crime, horror, and science fiction, an investor and day trader, a dedicated watcher of cable television, especially the history, discovery, and sci-fi channels, an intimate of nightclubs, joints, dives, and after-hour shabines, also of restaurants, cafes, and diners, a purveyor of secret knowledge, a photographer, a wavering candle flame, a voice of conundrums, a figure of steadfast loyalty, an intermittent beacon, a path beaten through the undergrowth. The Beatitudes of Little Red
1. Whatsoever can be repaid should be repaid with kindness. Whatsoever can be borrowed should be borrowed modestly. Tip extravagantly, for they need the money more than you do. You can never go wrong by thinking of God as Louis Armstrong. Those who swing should swing some more. Something always comes along. It really does. Cleanliness is fine, as far as it goes. Remember, even when you're alone, you're in the middle of a party. The blues ain't nothing but a feeling, but what a feeling. What goes up sometimes just keeps right on going. Try to eat solid food at least once a day. There's absolutely nothing wrong with television. Anybody who thinks he sees everything around him isn't looking.